preaching out a wisdom book, the first, first service of the year, amen? Uh, Proverbs chapter 3, I'm going to read the first nine verses. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep that my commandments. By the way, if you do that, look what he says in verse 2, kids. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Do you ever notice people that really walk with God? They have more peace than those. The Bible says the way of the transgressor's heart. But you want to live long? Obey your mom and dad? Uh, walk with God? He'll add, he'll add days to your life. There's a flip side to that too. If you don't, you'll take days off of your life. Notice verse uh, 3. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them upon the neck and write them upon the table of thine heart. You see, God wants everything from our heart. You ever notice that? With the heart, man, believe it, the righteous. It's always from the heart. Amen. Uh, so shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Here's my text verse. Verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understandings. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel, marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with thy first fruits of all thine increase. Let's, let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, I really believe this is what you told me to preach. And now I pray that I can be a blessing to the people. Lord, empower me, fill me with the Spirit of God. May, may Jesus Christ be lifted up and glorified. And Lord, uh, I just pray you can help me do well for you, that I can be a blessing to the people. And if there be any here that doesn't know your Savior today, I pray, dear God, that they would say yes and trust Christ today as their Savior. Pray Christians would get greater faith and trust you more. We ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. On this first Sunday of 2007, I wanted to give you a truth that I feel probably is the most important uh, message I could bring to you to be blessed in 2007. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust. If you see verse 5, Trust in the Lord. Let me see that. Trust in the Lord. Uh, with all thine heart, not just, not just a little bit, put all your heart into it. You ever notice when people put all their heart into something? Then it's pretty effective, isn't it? The reason a lot of Christians don't have a great Christian life, they don't put their heart in it. We live half-heartedly. When, when Christians really put all their heart, they go after it. They, they really do something for God. Say, boy, they, you can see those people, they really put their heart in it. How much heart do we give? How much heart are we going to give God in 2007? Hope we give it all to it. Amen? Notice, the question is this. Is your, tr is your trust today in man or is it in God? Is your question again? Is your confidence today in you or God? In 2007, will you trust and lean upon yourself and the world? Or will you trust in the creator of the world? I hope it's, you'll trust in the creator of the world. Amen? Now, 
I'm giving you these two words for 2007, the very first service. Trust Him. Say it with me. Trust Him. Say it again. Trust Him. I'm going to tell you right now, the greatest thing you can do to have a blessed 2000... How many want to be blessed in 2007? You want to be blessed in 2000? Trust Him. Trust Him. Trust Him. You want to be blessed in the coming days? Trust Him. You want to be blessed today? Trust Him. You want to be blessed tomorrow? Trust Him. Oh, I can't give you any two greater words than trust your Creator of the world. You know, we need to trust Him. Uh, I want you to turn to your Bible in Genesis, uh, just real quickly. In Genesis 16, uh, Genesis 15, Abraham should have trusted Christ. We're reading through the scriptures, and boy, we're having a lot of fun on Wednesdays. Don't miss Wednesday at 7 o'clock. This week, I'm thinking about running off a map uh, and showing you where Abraham came from and where he went. And Why, why did they call him Hebrew? Why did they call Abraham, a he, a, Abraham the Hebrew? I wonder why they called him that. I'm going to have some fun Wednesday. You come. And uh, I'm, having a ton, I'm having a blast going through the scripture this year. And uh, uh, if you didn't get to hear last Wednesday's message, get that on tape. I'm telling you, that was 25 Bible questions, and I gave the answers. And a lot of them people say, wow, I never knew that before. For instance, how long was, how long was Noah in the ark? When did, when, did, when did summertime and wintertime start? What did they eat in the Garden of Eden? When did that change? All the answers are, you, all the, and I could have 25 questions. Uh, all those first nine chapters will give you those answers to everything I told you so far. I need a lot more. Get that Bible sheet from Brother David, and he'll give you the answers. And, uh, but notice in, in Genesis 15, look at verse 2 and 2 through 4. Abraham, are you in Genesis 15, first book of the Bible? Gen- uh, uh, Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible called the Pentateuch. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Uh, notice, Abraham said in verse 2, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Abraham said, Behold to me, thou hast given me no seed, and lo, one born in my house is my heir. He, and behold, the word of the Lord came. Look at verse 4. The Lord came unto him. By the way, you got the word of the Lord coming to you right now in that King James Bible that you got in your hand. Bobby Clifford said, don't be surprised in the next coming years soon, they'll try to take that Bible from you. Don't you let them do it. And the Lord, the word of the Lord came unto him saying, this shall not be, be thine heir. But he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. Abraham, don't get excited. You're going to have a child. Just trust me. Ten years go by. Look at chapter uh, 16, verse 1. Sarah, Abraham's wife, bare him no children. She had a handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. Sarah said unto Abraham, Behold, now the Lord hath restrained me from bearing... Uh, uh, I pray thee, go in unto my maid, and it may be that I may obtain children by her. Abraham hearkened to the voice of Sarah. Don't listen to the voice of someone else. Listen to the voice of God. When I pray, I speak to God. When I read his Bible, he speaks to me. 
When you read his Bible, he's speaking to you. He speaks to us in a still small voice through the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. You that are saved. Notice, and Sarah's wife took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abraham had dwelt there ten years in the land of Cana, and gave her to her husband to be his wife. And he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And he had a baby that was against God's will. That's more preaching than that, but that's another message. By the way, God didn't speak to him for 13 years. He's 86 years old here, and and, and next time you see God speaking to him, he's 99 years old. He should have, Bud, when God spoke to him, he should have trusted what he wanted. You know, many times we try to take the easy way out, or we try to help God. Well, God, I guess God can't do it, so I'm going to help God do it. No, you trust him. You trust God. When he says something, he'll do it. See, Eddie, and by the way, I know what the, I know someone say, well, that's what he gets for listening to his wife. Because I did a word study in that, Eddie. <laughs> it said, boy, he hearkened to his wife. And some guys say, well, there you go. Don't listen to your wife anymore. You know, she'll get you in trouble. Well, you keep reading the scripture in Genesis 21. God says now, Sarah said, get rid of that Ishmael. He's not going to be here with my son Isaac. And God said, hearken unto your wife. Pilate should have listened to his wife. Where he, where he messed up is, don't take your wife over God, though. God said, I'm going to give you a baby. He should have told Sarah, no, we're going to wait on God. Trouble is, we're such a, everything's fast food service, microwave, everything's quick. I've got internet service, and I can't, so I've got that, uh, uh, high speed, uh, roadrunner. Because nobody wants to wait. Hello? Instant pancakes, instant this. We live in an instant world. By the way, we're going to be going up in the air in the instant, in a moment of twinkle of an eye. Amen? You say, I don't believe it, don't matter, it's going to happen anyways. But what I want to say to you, Brother Billy, is this. In 2007, I don't care if you're, who tells you something, take God's word, trust Him. And Brother Kerry, if Abraham would have trusted just God, I read to you in Genesis 15.4, he said, listen, you're going to have a child, just trust me. Sometimes it's hard to trust God. And in 2007, there's going to be things that we need to, we say, I want to do it now, I want to do it now, I want to do it. But we need to trust Him. Trust Him. Steve, trust Him. Wait on Him. Wait and obey His word. Can anyone say amen? Listen, in 2007, you need to trust Him for your salvation. You need to trust Him to supply your need. In 2007, you need to trust Him in the Scriptures. By the way, when you read it, believe what you read. You need to trust Him when you're sick. You need to trust Him when the struggles of life. You need to trust Him to help you through the sorrows of life. I'll tell you, last, last Sunday afternoon, Brother Eddie, 
That was such, such a moving service. I went home. It's like God came down and squeezed this church. People bore their hearts. It was, if you missed last Sunday afternoon, I'm telling you that was a special service. And I didn't preach. I just, we had the Lord's Supper. But people gave testimonies and bore their hearts. And I'll tell you, it was special. And there's sorrows that people go through. And I'm going to tell you, God helps. Listen, trust Him to get you through those sorrows. Trust Him to be with you in the storms of life. Some of you are facing some storms right now. Some of you are going through some deep water. Don't bail out. Trust Him. By the way, i never known of one ship that Jesus was in that sank. So don't leave the ship. Even though it's got a lot of water in it, Stay in the ship because with Jesus, it never sinks. It's the guys that jump ship. They're the ones that go under. Trust Him to sustain you in the day of weakness. Trust Him to, to hear your supplications in the day of, of your heart. In 2007, I guess I want to tell my people of Bethel Baptist Church two words. I hope it stays. I hope, I hope this message doesn't leave you for all 52 weeks. I hope it's, these two words stay in your heart. Trust them. Trust them. I hope, there, I hope there's a day Eddie and Lizzie are faced with something and they're ready to say, no, Eddie, we're going to trust them no matter what. Or Eddie's going to say to his kids, no, I know it looks bleak right now, but we're going to trust them anyways. Oh, Christians today, 2007, there's a God in heaven. Teenagers, there's a God. He's real. Trust him. Preacher can let you down. Brother Eddie can let you down. We don't want to. We're just men. But God will never let you down. Amen? Trust Him. I put just five little thoughts here with you this morning. Trust Him for your salvation. Don't, listen, if you're here today and you never trusted Christ your Savior, uh, don't trust in yourself. I was... I think it was Betty that was talking about Scripture. Betty loves the Scripture, and I, I love She comes up and she, she talked to me every day at 2 o'clock in the morning. about. I said, honey, I finally got to go. I said, you wore me. I'm tired. But she loves and I, it thrills me that she cares about the Bible. I had, I had a person write me from California last week. Asked me about eternal, about, about their salvation. They got off the website, and they said, Dr. Skyver, would you show me some Scripture to let me know understand how, if, I'm, if I'm really saved? Isn't that exciting? I'll tell you, the internet, I'm glad we got that. Because people, I had a, people, a man, a couple weeks from Hawaii. I, I, we misplaced his letter, and I can't respond back to him because I can't find the letter. But somewhere, since uh, they clean my house again, I'll find it. Amen? In any event, I, I don't want to get in trouble, but if someone that always cleans my house, when they do, I lose what I have. So, anyways, uh, you, you'll get that later. Trust Him. Trust Him. Look, if you've never trusted Christ, you need to trust Him today. Because He could come today. That rapture could happen. It could happen any moment. It could come while I'm preaching right now. Matter of fact, if I was you, I'd ask Christ to save me right now in your seat. I wouldn't even wait. I wouldn't take a chance. I noticed some scripture here. Don't trust in works. Don't trust in yourself. People down through the ages have tried that. It doesn't work. For by grace are saved through faith. And not of yourself. It's a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Galatians 
by the works of the flesh shall no flesh be justified. <laughs> you must be born again, Jesus said, to get to heaven. And Acts, and Acts 4.12 says there's no other name given under heaven whereby men must be saved. You got you want to get saved. Don't put your faith in Muhammad. Don't put your name in Buddha. Don't put your name in Sun Moon. By the way, they're not all the same. It does matter what you believe. It does matter who you put your faith in. People, you say, well, you mean to tell me all those people have got faith in Buddha are going to hell? All those people got faith in Buddha, unless they turn to Christ before they die, they're going to hell. Because there's only one Savior, one Redeemer, one sacrifice that died for, and that was Christ. He is the, He is the Holy One sent from God. He's the Lamb, the sacrificial Lamb that God sent. And only through His sacrifice can man get to heaven. We were, we, we, we talked about the ark Wednesday. There was only one door in the ark. Because there's only one, an ark was a type of Christ. Those that were in the ark were saved. Safe. He saved them from the, from death. That's the type of Christ, how he saves us from death. He t- takes us to heaven when we die. Amen? In Acts 16, 30, the, the Philippian jailer said, What must I do? What must I? He fell on his knees and said, What must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Look at, look at Romans 3, 21. Look at Romans chapter 3, verse 21. I love that book of Romans. And we will be back on Romans this Tuesday, 7 o'clock. Look at Romans 3.21. But now, the righteousness of God. And by the way, unless you have that imputed righteousness, you don't get to heaven. Because you have no righteousness of yourself. Scripture says in Isaiah 64.6, all our righteousness is but filthy rags. We have no unrighteousness. If we have, it's got to be given to us from Christ. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by... Watch. Watch what the Scripture says. And by the way, that's all that matters, what the Scripture says. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of, of Muhammad, of Allah. No, it doesn't say it, does it? Sun, moon. George Bush. No. No, you can name any name you want. I'm not making front. I'm not making in front of our president. Uh, matter of fact, I voted for him. And uh, uh, but what I'm saying to you is this: I did that to get your attention. It doesn't matter what name, unless it's Christ. You're not going to go to heaven. Huh. Even the righteous of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all. Uh, and upon all them that believe, for there's no difference for all sin and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in the Baptist church. Being baptized, being a Catholic, being Lutheran. Doesn't say that, does it? But uh, Being a good person. Be, no, the redemption that is in what? In who? The redemption that is in Christ Jesus. If you don't have Christ Jesus, you don't have redemption. Scripture says in, the, in 1 John 5, He that the Son hath life, he that not the Son of God hath not life. In other words, if you die without Christ, you're going to hell. That's why He came so you could be saved. Whom God had set forth a propitiation through faith in His blood. 
Jesus shed his blood for your sins and my sins to declare at this his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance. To declare, I say, at this time, at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and justifier which believe which of him which believeth in Jesus. Have you trusted him? You need to. You need to. in other words, you need to trust him for your salvation. If you haven't trusted him, you don't have salvation. That's why it says, where's where's boasting? Verse 27. Well, where's boasting then? It's excluded. You can't get to heaven without Christ. By what law it works? Nay, but by the law of faith. <laughs> There's no I don't care what you've done in life. I don't care how good you've been, I don't care who you are. <laughs> you if you don't have Christ, you've got nothing. Today, I'm going to tell you right now, there are people in this church, you have never, you have never personally saw yourself lost. You have never saw yourself in need of a savior. And today, I'm going to tell you from heaven, two words from God. Trust him. Number one, you need to trust him for your salvation. By the way, I'm going to read one more scripture and I'll move on. In Philippians chapter two, keep turning. Philippians chapter two and verse nine, wherefore God has highly exalted him, Christ, and given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, things in earth, things under earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. You know what, Eddie? <laughs> I'm glad you and I confess him as Lord now. By the way, people say, Bobby, they say, I'm not going to confess him as Lord. Oh, yes, you are. You might not in this life, you'll die, but, but one day you're going to bow down and, and all, every single man, every woman's going to confess Jesus Christ is Lord. The smart ones do it now and they go to heaven. The dumb ones don't and they go to hell. You want to be stupid? Be a fool? Go to hell then. But it ain't God's will. See, God never sent anyone to hell. It's not God's will that any should perish. The Bible says, "Believe, but repent." For, for the Lord is not slack concerning His promise. Second Peter three nine. Uh, for the Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering, not willing that any should perish, but all come to repentance. What you need to today, listen to me. I'm going to move on from this point. I'm telling, give you the most important things in 2007 on the first Sunday. If you've never trusted Him as Savior, number one, there's no, there's nothing in 2007 more important in your life right now. If you've never trusted Him, you need to trust Him right now. Make Him your Savior. Trust Him. That, that's, there's nothing, any lost person, the most important thing they can do in 2007 is not hit the stock market or not hit a lottery ticket. They need to not get a new job. They need to trust Him as Savior. If you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, you need to trust Him today. Right now. Matter of fact, I actually bow my heart. I'd come forward and say, God save me, right? I'd get saved right now. I wouldn't wait for an invitation. I really wouldn't. I'd say, God save me, right? I don't want to die and go to hell. Seriously. Second of all, Every head bow, every eye closed. No one looking around. Before we go farther, and I'm going to go. I, I won't come to you, I promise. I promise I won't come to you, and I won't embarrass you. But if you've never trusted Jesus Christ as Savior,
It's no, it's no, it's no accident that you're here today. I didn't know. I prepare these messages. I don't know who's going to come. I don't know who, no, 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 who's going to come, who's not going to be here. But God knows. If you never trusted Christ as your Savior, how many say, preacher, I'll be honest with you, and I won't come to you, and no one's looking around. I promise you I won't embarrass you. You just say, Pastor, I'll be honest with you. I've never trusted Christ as my Savior. Would you pray for me? Just raise your hand. Let me see it. Pray for me. Yes, sir. God bless you. Who else? Anyone else? Be, be honest now. That took courage for that man. God bless you for being honest, sir. Who else? Say, I've never trusted Christ as my I'm not talking about religion. Have you trusted Christ? I'm not talking about being a good person. I'm not talking about being a member of a church. I'm not talking about catechism, being uh, baptized. I'm not talking about none of that. Have you ever trusted Christ as your Savior? You say, preacher, I've never done that. Pray for me. Anyone Anyone else? I saw one man. Who else? By the way, if you've never done that, you right where you're at right now, even before I get done with this message, you can just say, dear Jesus, I want to trust you right now. You can say that. Come in my heart and save my soul from hell and take me to heaven. The best way I know how I'm going to trust you right now. You can do that right now. And if you do it and you meant it from your heart, he would save you right now. Amen. Father, I pray with all my heart, every person here before we leave today will be saved. I saw at least one hand. There might have been more. Sometimes I don't see everything. And uh, there's two sides of this building. And maybe my eyes were on the other side. And so, Lord, I pray with all my heart that... If those, everyone here that's under the sound of my voice, if they've never trusted you, pray that they will. We ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Let's look at number two. Not only do you need to trust him as Savior, but you need, in 2007, you need to trust him in the scriptures. You need, <laughs> they're good, that's why they, they, Bobby, they want to take our Bible from us. They're not taking my Bible from me. Not taking Christ out of Christmas. They're not taking my scriptures from me either. Jesus said in John 5, 39, Search the Scriptures. Search the Scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they, the Scriptures, that testify of me. These, this Bible, if you don't study it, it will tell you about Christ. He said, search them. For they are they that testify of me. They'll tell you all about Christ. <laughs> I noted here, God's Word is true. This Word's true. That's why you should trust Him. <laughs> Proverbs 30, verse 5. Every word, every word is pure. Psalms 12.6, the words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. Seven is God's perfect number. It's a number of perfection. Titus 1.2, Eddie's got a little boy named Titus. I love that name. Titus 1.2 says this, in hope of eternal life. How many, how many want to have eternal life in heaven? In hope of eternal life, which God who cannot lie promised before the world began. He prom- if you'll just trust Him, He promises you eternal life, and He cannot lie. I can lie. These men, but God cannot lie. Amen? Romans 10, 13. For whosoever shall, for whosoever, that means anyone. Well, you don't know why, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. If God can save me, He can save anybody. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Then it goes, for what the heart man believeth on the righteous. Have you believed on your heart? That's what counts. So if, if you've asked God from your heart to save you and to trust, and you trust Him and you did, and you did what He uh, promised you, then you're saved. How many have asked Christ to save Him? Let me see your hand. 
All right? If you meant it from your heart, trust His Scriptures. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How many have called on the Lord to save them and meant it from your heart? All right? If if you did that according to God's Word, what did He say? He saved you. You can't lose your salvation. So, a lot of people in 2007, trust the Word. I, I never doubt my salvation. I trusted it with God. I've asked Christ to save me. I've done what He told me to do. I did, Eddie, I don't understand it all, but I just did what He did, and I'm just going to take His Word for it. I'm trusting His Word to be true. It is true, by the way. Amen? Notice in John 17, 17, Sanctify them through Thy truth. Thy Word is truth. John eight thirty two. You shall know truth, the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This Bible will make you free. The truth of it. In 2007, you need to trust Him as Savior. In 2007, you need to trust Him as the Scriptures. Second uh, Kings 5.10 uh, uh, Elisha told the leopard Naaman. Remember there was this mighty man, great man of valor named Naaman. Remember that? In, in uh, Second Kings 5.10 Don't turn to it. Don't have time. <laughs> and they said, they said, boy, I know a great man. If you could just, if he could come to you, he could get, he could get healed. And so the prophet says, God said for me to tell you, Naaman, go, go dip yourself, uh, uh, seven times in the water down there in the Jordan and you'll be healed. He said, Naaman said, what? He, the Bible said he was mad. He got wroth. Are you with me? He said, there's a lot greater rivers in the Jordan. He said, let me give him some money. Let me give him some can. Let me give him some, something to pay for it. No, you can't pay for God. He paid for you. And so, he wouldn't do it at first, and he still stayed. And they finally reasoned with him. See, the scripture says, come now let us, the scripture says, we're talking about the scripture right now. Come now, let us reason together. And he said, "You know, why don't you just do it? Why don't you just, why don't you just trust His word? It might seem small, but why don't you just trust His word?" And you read the verse fourteen. He went, he went down.